0: Welcome to Connecting the Classics, launching into the theme song. John Cale, you know more than I know. My name's Will Hagel, music writer, going to be bringing you this competitive radio hour, friendly competitive radio hour with my friend Lee Robinson. Music enthusiast. Music enthusiast. What were made before.
1: Music creator. We don't need them New song coming out. You know
0: more than I know. You know more than
2: I know. Mm-hmm. You know more than I know. You
0: hey, you know more than, more than I know.
2: Than I
0: and I know that this is, as I already said, a it's friendly, competitive fair. radio hour where. Lee and I each choose a classic album and we listen to a little JJ Kale, Ride Me High before we do that after we get out of the theme song. We each choose an album and then we connect from our album to the other person's album using three songs that are tangential references however we want to slice it. And our three songs plus the other person's three songs result in six songs of separation Kevin Bacon style. And you can email us at connectingtheclassics at gmail.com if you want to suggest a theme. Sometimes we do themes. Today was kind of a loose theme, but also I kind of realized on past episodes, we've done a lot of, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, 60s, the classic decades of albums. Yeah. But for some reason, I was really feeling the new Slow Tie album which is called Ugly, U-G-L-Y. And I kind of instantly regarded it as an instant classic and thought it fit the description of connecting the classics, which is where we talk about classic albums. The more I listen to it, I don't know if it will stand the test of time, but we can get into that when we get into the music. But what'd you fire back with?
1: I fired back with Goucher Lustwork, 100% Goucher, and... I thought, you know, respond to your modern pick with another pretty modern pick. I think this album is originally 2018, but it just recently got reissued uh, last year. And what I really liked about it that I thought you might find interesting is basically he took all of his songs and he put them in a mix and and it's like a damn good mix too. Uh, So you can really just put on the whole album and listen to it. Um, And then his style itself is pretty unique. He basically does, like, spoken word raps over, you know, house, tech house kind of beats.
0: And this is like a collection of songs from over the years that he put out on one album because they kind of flowed together, right? Yeah. And I saw, like, some of them are called, like, STEM 1, STEM 2. So it's kind of got that loose vibe. When you sent it to me, you said you're going to hate this album, which... I didn't hate it, but we can talk about it more when we get into it. Should I kick it off with Slow Tie? If you've never listened to Slow Tie before, for the listeners, like his first two albums were kind of like grime. And I think in the U.S., a lot of it got described as kind of, and in the U.K. probably, like him being sort of like a spokesperson for the issues that were going on in the U.K., like Brexit and like Also just stuff like income inequality, but like the royal family, whatever, like issues that resonate globally, but are also specific because he's from like Northampton, which is, you know, like kind of a nothing town is as a British person who I know described it where it's like, it's not the north, it's not the south. It's just like the middle and not much going on. Yeah. And then this album, it's not really a sharp turn, but it's definitely like way more rock influence. Although that kind of sound makes sense for Slow Tie if you listen to his previous stuff too but it's not really like grime and rap. But we're launching into Happy H-A-P-P-Y. Nice.
2: So So even that
0: first line, I feel like thinking with my dick, my head is split. It's so hard for both sides to commit. When I was listening to the album, I kind of picked up on some themes of like in the past, he was kind of talking about all the issues I brought up, like external issues. But then on this album, it's really like an examination of his psyche. And I think the kind of music that he uses that's more rock influence brings that out in a way that wouldn't be as possible on like Grime beats.
2: Angels, Lee nodded. Yeah, my head's the rocking chair. We keep going wrong. We keep going wrong. I never miss you, proud, Never miss you, Okay cry. Okay to cry. a to cry. Okay to cry. Yeah.
1: I thought it was uh, Also this sort of duality that was consistently throughout the album. Uh, which I really appreciated Because you talk about his past stuff He's usually pretty angry In a lot of his music And I felt like there was this oscillation Between angry and upset
0: And happy, like euphoric Yeah, that's why I was kind of trying to get out With like how this song opens with My head is split And like in this case He's obviously talking about like Thinking with my dick So it's like sexual versus Rational thought or whatever But that's kind of a theme for the whole album and that like I guess UGLY, he got that tatted on his cheek and it stands for you got to love yourself. And then oh, wow. stuff like this, where it's like, I would do, I would give anything for a smile is like the chorus of this song, which I feel like is like, and he says stuff like, "It hurt. I'm so happy it hurts deep in my insides, where it's like definitely a duality across the album of like dark emotions and, or like negative emotions and positive emotions and kind of embracing the full what it means to be human
2: in my chest, the your world, I'm just in it. We eyes, you to the, ground, I'm the soul out of me on the tip of my tongue how toxic can i be i rub you up wrong and still you want and there's
0: a lot of bands in england and the, and sometimes ireland like Meryl streak who i've talked about and like, idols who we might be talking about later who kind of aren't really classifiable by genre and they kind of like are angry with good lyrics. This album is also pretty poppy too, like very poppy. I don't know if you remember the band Kaiser Chiefs, but they came to mind while I was listening to it.
1: Yeah, I thought there was a Pixies like, kind of vibe. It's
0: like dark but poppy kind of Yeah, Pixies or Nirvana like we talked about a couple weeks yeah. ago. You know, it's like pop, emo, Edgy. rap, rock, which sounds like it would be terrible, but I think I think it works really well for like the themes he discusses on the album. Yeah, I totally agree and yeah so I don't know did you like it or not? yeah
1: no I was I was pleasantly surprised I felt like I never really vibed with his angry grime stuff and I thought what was really nice is him going beyond just angry is there so much more of a depth of emotions like you're describing uh, but, you know just like talking about your emotions being familiar with them and I felt like that was reflected in the the, the music as well and I think I read an interview where he said part of what prompted this album is he didn't want to just keep rapping over grime beats. He said he wanted to challenge himself with something completely different. And I thought it worked really well. Another reviewer said it's the artist's purest expression, which I totally agree with.
0: Yeah. And there's other like uh, people who are kind of involved in the sound that we'll get into, but he has obviously like a lot of people playing live drums and guitar. And then his producer is Quest Darko, who he's, actually been working with since his first album and then there's another guy Ethan P Flynn who I'd never really heard of but apparently he did a lot of instrumental stuff on FK okay. twigs album and he's like a guy from England who's kind of not very classifiable but he's singing on a lot of the songs and then Slow tie also like Sings and talks and raps and screams and kind of does everything. Yeah, he has a
1: whole range with his voice that I would really enjoyed him kind of experimenting with. That again, if it was a grind beat, there's only so much you can do that's within the bounds of the genre.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is like on our group chat, I've been talking about hedonism and I really started looking up hedonism, which I didn't even really know what that was. Obviously, I know it's a word, but from this album, because the way it begins is like, almost more similar to his earlier songs with like a electronic beat and like talking about his therapist, telling him to just breathe and that just makes him angrier. And then he's talking to like doing drugs and all this stuff. And then out of that, it kind of builds up with like, it's not like a clean redemption arc, but by the end he's like, you know, we can rebuild and there's like the positive and the negative all throughout it. Um, so I felt like it's kind of a, Philosoph or it brings up that philosophical thing of like is life all about just getting pleasure or is it also about kind of embracing the pain and i feel like this album is sort of a artistic work that shows someone who's like reckoning with both the pleasure that might be fake and then also like real pleasure and happiness and then also looking out the world and saying like the world's ugly and that makes me feel like sad and stuff like that. And like, yeah, in my own brain is messed up, too. So I don't know. I think it's definitely a, a really good album. Over when I kept listening to it for this episode, I was kind of like and my brother texted me and said was talking about the new JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown album kind of because both of those were kind of instant classics. Uh And he was saying, like, that album is doing something that's never really done before, even though people compare to, like, 100 Gex, who I don't really listen to. But saying, like, Slow Tie is just doing something really well that's kind of been done before. Uh And then I started hearing, like, the Pixies and the Nirvana and all of that, and it kind of made me realize it's not, like, completely experimental, but at least it is a step forward for him as an artist. So I like it a lot. Yeah. Passing it back.
1: No, I think that last sentence is the important part. I don't think anyone's going to be... Super original these days, especially in like a pop context. I think it's just cool for him to put out a project like that in modern music. So I think it was a good pick for that reason. Yep.
0: Let's get into Goucher. All
1: right. Jump into Goucher. Goucher, as the French voice on this album kept saying. So I actually just looked it up. It looks like this originally in the mix came out in 2013. So I think that's actually kind of cool that it's still relevant 10 years later. But yeah, super interesting blend of, uh, house music some techno and then he adds his own vocals in it which i think is a pretty original take on modern dance music that not a lot of artists do um i've seen some people write it up as like you know bringing back sort of the black roots of um house music so um let's launch into the obvious banger of the album where i think his vocals are like on display this is goucher lust put on or put up on
0: no put on i thought it was called put on. put on like young could go straight into young gz put on from a city speaking of which he was making a lot of these songs in providence rhode island which is where you are was he
1: actually i thought he was a cleveland guy did he was he in providence i was reading he oh, was rizdy
0: he's from Cleveland. Cleveland went to college in Rhode Island and then moved to New York or something. Wow, that's amazing. 100 points for Providence. Just like Kid Cody.
1: I remember in LA in 2013 that this track was huge when it first came out. The other part about this is he was like relatively unknown. And he just like put out a masterpiece that people were just blown away. That's always a fun story when someone kind of comes out of nowhere, just has like honed their craft.
2: Put this on. Put you on. minute I'm on. next minute, i when I'm back in, I'm all night And this is him talking. Yeah, these are his the vocals.
1: And he's looping on. it and doing all the production everybody
2: as well. On, everybody on, everybody on, stone. Everybody doing things. They only did alone. Tracks put me on. Tracks put me on. And that's when I'm back in. I'm spinning all night long.
1: So I don't know how much listeners care about the sort of technical dis- dissection, but kind of those pulsating scents is very much the sort of techno side, but like house very much has that uh, sort of vocal loop roots. So I think that's where he gets the
0: tech house type label. So what would techno drums be?
1: I mean, the very pulsating aspect is very techno. To me, the big like difference between techno and house is that like house is you know loops of disco, so it's oftentimes has vocals, singing, and then techno is going to be just like synths and drum machines, and it's going to be like stretched out a lot longer. House music to me is like cocaine and then techno would be
0: like MDMA or something.
1: It's bad. It's a bad joke.
0: I was going to say I definitely felt on this album. I put it on as I was driving, like driving around and it was really good for that because it's like the songs are like some of them are short, but they still are like slow to develop. Yeah. And then it's like, you'll hear like a little piano line here, a little piano line there or synth line. It's like, Ooh, I like that. Just like subtle dropping it in. And I was definitely like hitting my steering wheel. Cause like, yeah,
1: he'll bring in an element. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like the beats are really like straightforward, but I was like hitting my steering wheel like. And I was like, I feel like it's like a perfect bass rhythm that people are dancing they're kind of like hitting those little drums in their head you know yeah weaving it back to the dances episode well i think
1: now that you just said it that's also to me techno probably is more minimal with the drums i can see that but yeah i'm, I'm totally with you i love that you could have like rhythms sort of weave in and out of each other i'm surprised more artists don't do that
0: with their music because that's more like like we've talked about on the other podcast that's going to come out someday recorded history music how just like drum circle type rhythms are probably our earliest kind of form of music in a lot of ways so the only other artists it's more natural to have kind of like rhythms fade in
1: yeah the only other one i know of who's done that is Fortet. and he never did it with an album but his live performances he would make little mini sets like this with his music where yeah you might extend out a drum break and then bring in the new song and it's like a mini
0: song in itself and it's like one minute the drums are there and the next minute they're gone <laughs> then he puts them on
1: So actually, I'm realizing I played the um, version that was just put out, and so like you would have maybe taken that drum break, and he would have brought in
0: the next song in the mix. You put on you put on the one that he put out. You put on the put on that he put out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put minus, minus five. I minus didn't five. know how to get the mixed
1: version from the album, so this is just the released version. Alright, next minute I'm gone. Passing it.
0: Wow, passing it back. So, just a reminder, I'm connecting from Slow Tie to Galcher Lustwerk. How are we going to connect it? Also, I saw his name was brought up by... Uh, or he made his name because it was the answer to a captcha, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, very mid-2000s. But I'm heading into... My connection one. <laughs> and we don't plan this, but I'm connecting from Slow Tie, which is where I left off. And I was kind of talking about how his sound is on this new album is different, but it's also it's also a logical evolution, if and he kind of hints at it on the earlier albums. And one person who's helped shape Slow Tie's sound since the beginning is Quest Darko, who talking about jpeg mafia again weaving webs to what i've said previously if you look up quest darko on youtube one of the top videos is a jpeg mafia video of that's the description is ty quest and me smoke after an edm concert and it's like the three of them just sit on the couch talking i didn't really watch it
1: it's slow tie
0: slow tie jpeg mafia and the producer quest darko who also kind of talking about this mid 2010s this is actually 2009 uh era of i guess electronic music internet type stuff this is quest darko under the name blue daisy his own music and this song features a french you brought up french people with gashair uh-huh features the french vocalist la note la, i'm probably mispronouncing that i don't claim to pronounce anything <laughs> right this is Blue Daisy Space X. So this song got Best New Music from Pitchfork in 2009. I pulled it up on the Wayback Machine and the article compares it to Burial and Flying Lotus.
1: Really? It's so, Is he mainly hip-hop? Is that what he does?
0: I don't really know. I think he's just one of those people who's like... Obviously, this is like a project he was putting out under the name Blue Daisy and it doesn't seem like he ever really got like popular from that or pursued it really and he kind of became more of a producer like he's produced a bunch of bands and artists and stuff like that and I think is kind of well respected in the English at least scene. I thought this song was cool. I guess he put out an album in 2011 that got good reviews. He's done a bunch of mixes. And then just like every Slow Tie album and song, he's been working with Slow Tie. I thought it was like cool to hear this too and then just see him on like the credits for every slow Tide song because it seems like, you know, another person who kind of just loves music and doesn't really stick to one genre but is able to like bring out the best of the artists in different formats. I like the way they use the vocals on this too.
1: So I thought you said Quest. I'm seeing his name is K-W-E-S
0: for listeners. Quez. Yeah, and I think it's actually Quezzy, K-W-E-S-I. But as far as, yeah. But I don't claim to pronounce anything correctly. (laughs) I was reading an interview he did with Crack Magazine that was like, what's one piece of advice you would give your younger self oh never mind this is for later but that was is actually Goucher Lustwerk that I was reading and he said don't delete your social media profiles every month every six months yeah and he was like he just did it out, out of anxiety which I thought was funny jaw but we'll weave that web later yeah I also think it's worth noting of, like, this era is, like, you know, what's going on in England is cool to people in L.A., and what's going on in L.A. is cool to people in Japan, and, you know, like, the musical conversation is getting a lot shorter with the internet in, like, 2009. It already was before that, but even more so, it's, like, reaching this thing where it's like you know some guy in england who kind of sounds like flying lotus and it it makes sense because a lot of stuff going on in la is like inspired by stuff that happened in england and then like grime and wiki and rat king and all that kind of sounds like slow tie but in america so i don't know i guess that's always been going on with music like back to the beatles or whatever but i guess happening faster or just a specific period of it but anyways passing it back.
1: Well, and also with grime, like I feel like drill music, or is it, what's the New York one? Is it just New York drill? That's totally like a grime. Drill is something Chicago I don't understand because
0: I thought it was just Chicago. Yeah, I thought it was like Chicago rap music kind of specific thing. And then it's like all of a sudden there's New York drill and London yeah. drill. And then people are like, like the this drill smoke. is the best. Like, just like house music. Everything's invented in Chicago. Then the rest of the world appropriates it.
1: I guess so, because there's nothing else to do in Chicago, so everyone's just making music. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> just like Providence.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I'm kidding. All right, we left off with "Put On." I read an interview where he said a lot of his ideas came from mixing a ba- you know, basic channel songs back to back with Juicy J and Three Six Mafia records. So. To continue with my dissection of Goucher Less Work, let's jump into Basic Channel. I don't think we've talked about them before. They are a huge musical group, uh, I guess a duo, that's famous with creating sort of the genre of dub techno. And uh, we're going to go with track from, let's see, I don't know the year on this, I think it's 98, but this is Quadrant Dub number one, Basic Channel. Get ready to relax.
0: All about the textures. As I say on Slow Tide, just breathe, inhale, exhale.
1: 1994. Now just imagine a Juicy J acapella over the top of this ass and titties ass (laughs) i'll
0: give you four points for that thanks two cheeks two titties adds up to four points
1: So this whole genre is about minimalism and sort of the, the pulsating textures that you can kind of create uh, mainly starts in the early 90s and you, you can sort of feel the dub influences, but there's very much like a techno dance music underpinning.
0: how they have the bass pumped up on the drums.
1: Yeah. So this is actually a 15 minute song so we'll just listen a little bit and then I'll tell you some more about Basic Channel and then we can fade out. Minus 15 points. Or listeners, lock in.
0: there is something to the Goucher Lustworks stuff and that it feels long, but also sometimes fades out after like three, four minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Compared to a, a 15 minute track.
0: With like shortening attention spans and stuff like that. Or if you're going to be really minimalist, but it's also like the technology evolved to the point where you could afford to do that.
1: Well, and if you're posting it on the internet as like a full mix, you know, if you're a DJ, you you might only spend four minutes of this song, even though it's a fifty minute track, right? So, in the spirit of self-reflexive dance music um, in this track in particular this is actually an earlier song um, that one of the guys from basic channel did and they decided to dub it out so you know they added more textures to it and kind of like stretched it but there's still that element of like remixing your own work recontextualizing it You know, it's nice because I feel like nowadays, it's this new content machine. It's always got to be new.
0: And I'm thinking too, like when a DJ plays it in the club and everyone's just, you know, self-reflecting, dancing to it and then like they're adding effects and stuff and like remixing it to another degree too.
1: Well, that's actually a great point. Like, I feel like a dance club, this, this track probably wouldn't work, but if people knew they were coming for this kind of experience, because to me, this is very much like you would like drug down music right like you're trying to relax almost to this yeah. as opposed to up, get up to dance to it
0: um or like mood setting kind of
1: yeah very and like it's very much really in that world of it. the orb i don't know if you've ever listened to the orb but they're like a 80s british no, you know more than i know dance group that kind of like laid the groundwork for this kind of music But real quick, I'll tell you about... I was talking to you off
0: mic, too. I feel like... Go oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Nah, nah, nah. No, you go, you go. You go, you go. I was just going to say it that... It's a pointless rant. I was talking to you off mic about... Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> we can remix our own podcast and edit it out. Herit.
1: You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I was just saying that I feel like I like music that affects my head more than my body. (laughs) Off the mic, I was telling you, I feel like (laughs) I I appreciate, I don't like to dance a lot. We talked about the dances episode, but I do like to go to a concert and just Stand there and be like, Oh, this is crazy. Like my mind is blown. Yeah. And I don't have to necessarily be dancing to do that. But I feel like this style of music It's perfect. I can see that. myself like seeing this live and I'm like, Ooh Totally. Yeah. And then like they like throw little one little synth in and I'm like, Ooh Yeah, this howling is howling <laughs> like a coyote. <laughs> yeah. Deal with me?
1: It's the kind of concert where you can nod your head to it and that's all you have to do.
0: Yeah, but you're still feeling it. <laughs> yeah, that's that all I was just- gonna say. Now pass it back to you.
1: Alright, real quick, I'll tell you about Basic Channel and then we can get out of here. Um, The main important things, Basic Channel becomes a record label that, you know, as I was saying, they kind of pioneer this genre of dub techno. Um, So sometimes that's confusing for people. There's both the label and the group, Basic Channel, and then the sort of main brains behind Basic Channel is Moritz Von Oswald, who, yes, Von Oswald, he is from German aristocracy. But um, this guy, he's done like tons and tons of dance projects, super prolific, but we can get into him more in in another episode. All right, I'll, I'll fade it up so that I can fade it out. Actually, we're about to climax here. We're getting going.
0: Plus 10 points for climaxing
1: all right check out quadrant dub
0: check it out i was listening to goucher Lustwork work on a drive with my wife anna in the car and when we finally got to our place she said i feel like i've been listening to the same thing for an hour <laughs> which is very true it's like the very repetitive loops yeah that's pretty funny.
1: Did she think it had vibes though?
0: Uh, She didn't change it. Like anytime I put on slow tie, she makes me change it. So, all right. That's progress, especially the H A P P Y. And there's a song, there's two songs on slow tie one where he says H A P P Y, H A P P Y that we heard, and another one where he just says U G L Y, U G L Y. And those drive her nuts. That's pretty funny. But you passing it back? Yeah cuz we left off with Quez Darko aka Blue Daisy Space X and you know thought it was a little similar to Gaucheri's work using you know vocals in unique ways but we're going to be doing kind of a tangential sideways jump here for <laughs> connection 2. And basically this is like a side jump from Slow Tie and his producer, Quez Darko, into another band that Slow Tie has collaborated with, which they put out a remix of this band's song Model Village, a couple of years ago. And that's how I first really got into Slow Tie because I didn't really like his albums as his first two albums as much as everyone else did, or as a lot of people mm-hmm. did. And I the band is idols which is a band from Bristol, I believe, in the UK. Yeah. And they're kind of also described as like a post-punk band, like the singer. You know, they usually have heavier songs like Screaming. But they, they've they collaborated with, or they had Kenny Beats as their producer for one of their more recent albums or maybe multiple albums. Mm-hmm. And they kind of cross genres really well. But we're going to be launching into a song called... The Beachland Ballroom. Got a little soul...
1: I feel like for the college radio station, we tried to book this band, or maybe we booked them. I, this is Idols, right? Yeah.
2: For
0: it's funny you talk about like booking them at a college, probably around like 2009, because this song is called the Beachland Ballroom, which is a venue in Cleveland where Lust work is from 10 Points for Cleveland and nice. I guess they talked about you know like doing that venue in like 2013 or something like that and there was they were in like the smaller room and there was barely anyone there and then like a year or two later they sold out like the main room and got a lot bigger in the US
1: yeah I believe it.
0: But this song is like a stylistic turn for them but it's one of my favorites of theirs
2: it's
0: another band where the singer is joe talbot and he's like kind of a crusty guy kind of like slow tie not to call him crusty but you know what i mean like punk influence yeah where they just kind of like have good lyrics that they passionately yell crusty And I guess this song is like people say it's about like trauma and he's described it as uh, about the worst moment of his life and then like how his life only got better after that which I thought it's kind of parallels to Slow Tie and like the negative and positive emotions and stuff.
2: I'm not praying baby I'm not begging, time. I'm not praying, baby I'm not begging, time
0: I was just saying there's a song on the new slow tie album that reminds me of this called tourniquet where he kind of is like screaming in this similar style about kind of similar stuff
1: yeah almost like an emotional release
0: yeah and when i was getting into idols i remember watching some videos of idols talking about bristol and i never really knew much about that city but it seems like a city with a really unique history and music scene. I think it's I might be wrong, but Thievery Corporation might be from there or some band like that. But also it's just like they have, you know, uh, the oh, Thievery Corporation is from America, but yeah, I think from Washington, D.C. D.C. But there's another one of those other like bands or groups like that. But essentially it was like a slave port. So it has that kind of history.
1: Bristol was?
0: And you know, yeah, and I think it's like one of the most diverse cities in England, but it's still pretty damn white. I feel like slow ties music too, and like grime kind of in general goes into a lot of that of like, you know, obviously like the it's different than the US, but it's the same issues, but you know, racial issues, socioeconomic and all that because slow ties like working class raised by a Single mother from Barbados, yeah, or of Barbadian descent. So, anyways, just weaving webs. I don't know anything about UK history or uh present day, but I, it's like a thing. Whereas you're an, an American audience, you do kind of get an idea of what it's like through the music. So, and I, it's close to the US, kind of. So, it's like easier to understand, I guess, in a lot of ways, but. And we have such a long history of albums and sharing music. But anyways, shout out to Idols, passing it back.
1: Well, Weaving Web's back to Goucher Lustwork. There is a Bristol, Rhode Island. Since everything in Rhode Island is named after England.
0: Ooh. Wow, 20 points for Bristol, Rhode Island. Minus 10 for me saying, Rhode Island.
1: Royd. Right. But we were talking about basic channel, one of the inspirations for Goucher Lustwork. The other one he mentioned Juicy J tracks, which you know Juicy J solo work work is great, but we haven't—I don't think—we really sat on Three Six Mafia and talked about them a little bit. So, doing a little forked connection here, going with some Three Six Mafia featuring UGK, sipping on some
2: nice as Jelly my brother used to always
0: sing to every time he got
2: it as
0: my brother always used to say when he got a haircut <laughs> clipping with some scissors clipping with <laughs> some scissors little bun b <laughs> intro we it down in this
2: and we ain't playing with you y'all know the motherfucker some
0: i feel like this actually has some like electronic music influence that i never noticed before of totally. like kind of chopping up like that
1: that was part of why I chose it. I felt like it had that Gelcher sound to it a little bit. Also, this song came out in 2000s ahead of its
2: time. 3-6 Mafia
0: was like... I downloaded all their songs from Napster. They were like one of the first Damn. groups that I really liked, liked a lot from Napster. That's probably contributed. Yeah, to popularity. Yeah, went deep in
1: their discography. Well, what was that album that came out when we were in school or in high school? The most no, most famous unknown or whatever.
0: Most known unknown. That sounds right. With like that. Stay Fly
1: on it. Stay high. Some niggas if we gonna get high, we gonna get high gonna house a bitch
0: two niggas all at the mouth niggas all at the ass and plus that some half nigga they caught all night and she cool with that she popped up a pill of eggs and drank all some more juice and just when you thought she was freaking she'd have got super loose also amazing Marvin Gay sample is this Marvin Gaye
1: the instrumental that little synth sound is a Marvin Gay song Weaving webs with oh, GCJ. I can't talk about GCJ. Mr. <laughs> is also adding, I won't
0: talk about In my days, all we did was cheap out on a coat of pound, Go no as this shit will knock it down not get yeah. out Make your fall
2: asleep When you on them wheels Ain't no doubt Hit me when I beat For this refill Once again On my wicked high Gotta have that drink get yeah, my nigga He know I feel like I'm gonna fuck That it actually might it. have been Project yeah. Pat I'm not sure
0: They're
1: cousins So they sound similar
2: to me I was gonna say Juicy J uh, Has a Had
0: a Long career I of like even going into EDM and stuff yeah, too yeah Katy Perry or like he's just had a sustainable career surprisingly sustainable career yeah
1: yeah it was surprising I was gonna tie though back to um slow tie we were talking about sort of mental health one thing I always forget about is 36 6 Mafia when they kind of came out they had that sort of like I don't know how I want to say this but that like type of rap where it's like you kind of act like you're insane. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of like I'm a psycho kind of vibe. That was like a whole sort of brand Yeah, of well, that. it was
0: like, that's why I was kind of lumped in with like Eminem and other people like that, like horror core. Sure. Which I never really yeah. thought it would exactly fit them, but yeah.
1: It didn't really fit them, but that was like their label they were on. I forget what the guy, his name was like Lord Infamous. And like, that was like the crew they went up with
0: they basically kind of invented that which makes it does make sense but i also felt like i don't know and i feel like too because i've always talk about memphis being a place that's put out a ton of music for like a place i actually grew up not like driving distance from there but never really went there or like don't associate with it but they've put out a lot of music that i really like a lot yeah and i've obviously like I feel like now I associate Three Six Mafia with like shaping that in a lot of ways more than necessarily being like some like horror core like cage or like definitely you know what I mean yeah yeah just even Memphis trap trap sound every time I hear it just think clip in with some scissors (laughs) and uh, you pass it back I'll pass it to you. All right. We left off with Idols, the Beachland ballroom venue in Cleveland where Galsher Lustwork is from. Weaving so many webs, I can't even keep track of it. Forgot (laughs) to mention another interview with Cleveland.com when they were coming back to play the big room and Joe Talbot of Idols, they asked what uh, they were going to do while they're in Cleveland and he said, I'm going to get some Brussels sprouts because the person that cooks for us at the Beachland Tavern does good Brussels sprouts. Okay, I just thought that was funny. Five points to myself for br- <laughs> I'm awarding myself points today. Five points for Brussels sprouts, but another Bristol. classic group. we were Brussels on the hip hop train. Brussels sprouts. All right, five points. I'll give my five points to you, but no more. Another classic group from Cleveland, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yes, who collaborated with Notorious B.I.G. on Notorious Thugs and who's in the studio with them, Puff Daddy. But we're not going to listen to Bone Thugs or Puff Daddy or Notorious BIG. We're going to listen to another band formerly known as Puffy. This is Puffy Amayumi Nagisa na. Okay, I don't I don't claim to pronounce anything <laughs> correctly, especially Japanese stuff. But this is Puffy Amayumi Nagisa ni Matsuraru Etc AKA Electric Beach Fever You know this song? No
2: Funky
0: bass very funky
2: On oh, the BBC
0: Massive Attack is from Bristol And Portishead
2: And fuck Buttons.
0: So in that Goucher Lustwork interview I was talking about earlier, they ask him, what instantly cheers you up? And he said, J-pop. So talking about negative emotions. If you're feeling down, you just got to put on some puffy. Electric beach fever, weaving webs to the Beachland ballroom. Lee's dancing. So another web here. This band is like essentially two women, uh, Ami, Amy, Amy. I'm gonna mispronounce it as Amy and oh, Yumi. What? Who? Ami, Amy, A M I, and Y U M I. Those are the two members of the group. Yumi. But but also weaving webs. It's also a collaboration with their producer Tamio Okuda and then also this American guy Andy Sturmer. Definitely hear some ABBA in them. Totally. And the reason they changed their name cuz they were originally called Puffy. And they formed in 1995. Uh, But their first time they performed in the U.S. was at South by Southwest in 2000. And they immediately got a cease and desist from Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, Puffy. No
1: way for being Puffy. So they had to
0: change their name. Yeah. And Yumi's response to changing the name was, it doesn't bother us at all. We We respect the fact that Puff Daddy is Puffy in the U.S., And then Omni came in and said, the bottom line is that we don't know what puffy means. We were given our name by somebody else six years ago and we really don't have a clue, (laughs) which is great. And then I guess they got popular on like Cartoon Network. They were used on a bunch of Cartoon Network shows. Their music was. Yeah. But I also thought, like, because J-pop is, you know, popular to a lot of American audiences, especially nowadays, since we're talking modern classics. Ooh, little funky yeah. here as they fade out. So just kind of like I was saying earlier, like, you know, a sort of fascination with artists from faraway places making music that you enjoy, I think is like a common web that any music fan experiences but Mm -hmm. it's just i don't really have any deep thoughts about it other than it's interesting how it works
1: yeah music has that ability to sort of transport you
0: but that was my connection three (laughs) and i'm gonna transport you back to the mic as i pass it back
1: all right we were (laughs) snipping on some scissors And love that the song starts with Pimp C. I feel like he comes out swinging. One of my favorite lines, though, is, (laughs) which is always kind of funny to me, but we eat so many shrimp, I got iodine poisoning. (laughs) That made me think of where do you eat a lot of shrimp? You might eat a lot of shrimp Uh at Bubba Shrimp. I've been on a kick lately where I've been going through a lot of the early 2000 hits, which has gotten me to Bubba Sparks, Deliverance, collaboration with Timbaland.
2: (laughs) Booty, 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 booty.
1: Such a Timbaland beat.
0: Great beat. I've been traveling some time. Forgot about
2: this song.
0: I have another memory weaving webs to the last episode. I have another memory of New around Booty. the time Soldier Boy was popping in high school. I was like, oh, Miss New Booty, I love that song, but I remember talking to friends like, do you think we'll remember the one hit wonders of our time now, like 20 years from now, the way that our parents or whatever remember them? And I uh-huh. never forgot Miss New Booty.
2: <laughs> the leaves on the ground <laughs> when the end. that was it I, I just love Missing Your Booty great song within, but legends are made out of vulnerable men so on the brink of death I still manage living life cause so rarely in this world all these chances given twice I indeed sold my soul without glancing at the price no instructions when I was handed this device but with what I did get I was more than generous put others over self phones several instances but I'm back on my feet without a hint of bitterness And one way or another I shall have deliverance so I say
1: I saw a great quote. Now that we kind of have hindsight, that said, if Eminem is Elvis, is if Eminem is hip hop's Elvis, then Bubba is Greg Allman.
0: <laughs> I don't fully understand it, but I appreciate Greg it. Greg
1: Allman from Allman Brothers, the guitar yeah. player.
0: Do people not like him?
1: No no, just saying I think that like Bubba Sparks is like talented, but she's just good at what he does. I don't know, don't overthink you it. All
2: the time, you the new South. I thought you were talking about this my history. guy you who performed and my surgery in San Francisco, my
0: appendectomy back in twenty twelve, Greg Allman. The name of, of my surgeon his name is Greg Allman. last thing i go see before i'm going under is greg allman hovering over me
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i think bubba sparks you know he's like a cajun southern like self-proclaimed redneck and i think he made like a semi-decent rap album
0: when no one gave him a chance i guess which is like another but almost, having it produced uh, by Timbaland helps like the horror horror thing we were talking about like Yellow Wolf like Bubba Sparks Yellow Wolf I was thinking about Lil White when we were listening to Three Six Mafia like there's like a funny weird genre of kid rock of like Southern white rap rappers white people yeah yeah Paul Wall
1: oh wow Paul Wall love me some Paul Wall <laughs>
2: Blood, you shed it still staining your velour You took your wealth of knowledge and gave it to the poor, only to discover that your saviour is manure. Accepting me as king, put before your younger your savior brother, is Maduro lied on us, one another. I honestly do well,
1: you, you remember this music video? It also was like a brother, reference brother, to Oh Brother, where art thou? Just
2: I you, baby, so
1: girl. I think this this came out in
0: two thousand three. <laughs>
2: on behalf of the listeners i'm gonna
0: give you minus 20 for the bubba sparks no i'm kidding it's great we haven't never talked about bubba sparks on the show before
1: this is a this is a hit i don't care what you think some Bubba Gump shrimp facts. Chris Pratt was discovered as a waiter at Bubba Gump. I think I'm famous.
0: Is that one of the only restaurants that's ever come out of a movie? I'm sure it's not, but it's one of the, it's like become its own thing, you know. Also, we mean Bubba Gump facts and talk about my wife. My wife Anna used to work at Bubba Gump. Wait, really? Yeah, so she's like seen for. It's in Forrest Gump. It's named after Forrest Gump, because Bubba. That's a whole scene. His friend Forrest Gump, where Bubba, who he meets in the war, or whatever, is like listing off how he wants to. How like all the different types of shrimp and how he wants to open a shrimp company and then doesn't Forrest Gump? He die. Bubba dies and then Forrest Gump opens Bubba, Gump Shrimp. That's how I remember it. At least it might be wrong.
1: Oh damn! I think you're right. That makes so much more sense. And then why if you go to Bubba Gump
0: Phenomena, yeah. And then if you go to Bubba Gump Restaurant, like they always have Forrest Gump playing on a loop, <laughs> and they have like the waiters do Forrest Gump trivia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, we need you need to ask Anna about it. We need some firsthand
0: accounts. She knows like obscure Forrest. She knows obscure Forrest Gump trivia from working at Bubba Gump. That's so good. Does she still have her T-shirts? But she was a host this <laughs> i don't know i hope not all right i'll pass it but all right i'll give you 10 points back all right passing it back we're coming yeah. out of the home stretch here coming into the final connection where i am now oh somehow even though these albums are so different slow tide a gal shirt work you know how are we going to connect those in only three songs but somehow we managed to do it and uh, support,
2: Bubba somehow Call I it found port, you. That's cool. the real
0: Bubba Sparks hit. I just had to play it for a second. And <laughs> we're launching in to the connection here from puffy the japanese duo group duo group you know what i mean because two singers but they had other people around him is that gouchard Lustwork interview where he said j-pop instantly cheers him up so straightforward connection here launching into uh put on was probably my favorite from the album definitely standout. but this is another one where i really like the drums especially kind of like what we were talking earlier this is 50 drones on this one so just tap your steering wheel if you're driving along to this i dig it I think it's like he places the synths at places where you wouldn't normally expect it, I guess.
1: read that part of why it got re uh, issued this last this past year was because the original masters got lost with a hard drive that he had go bad from water damage so they recovered yeah. it and that was part of why they reissued the original song
2: as a you know as a lyricist what
1: did you think of the vocal component like did you give respect for the fact that he makes the beats and raps no
0: comment um no comment all right not my favorite vocals but i don't hate it it doesn't take away It's like it. I don't want to say it has no soul because it does have soul but it's like very like in line with the I guess like techno whatever house like in line with the rhythm I guess if that makes any sense
1: Yeah it's almost more about the staccato than the content
0: Yeah which I don't dislike but
2: but like it wasn't the right reason here. you were enjoying House it
0: <inaudible> the whisper song Ying Yang Twins we're on Miss New Booty no, I like his lyrics I, I really like I don't dislike them but I was actually, I think, more interested in the music than the lyrics. Yeah, that's fair. All right, easy we're come, gonna- easy go. That was my last song and passing it back.
1: Coming to the home stretch here. We left off with Bubba Sparks. His first big single, also featuring Timberland, was U-G-L-Y which gets us to slow tie. But I didn't go with UGLY. We already did a song where he spells the words. I really liked Fallen. I thought it had a nice pixie spot. Nice. So we'll launch into slow tie Fallen. I almost picked this one. Good blend of pop and punk.
2: Self-reflection. Self-reflection.
0: Self-reflection. A lot of deep breathing on the album.
2: You were great, you were good. You were a, oh, a queen, you were a genius. You were this great, is you're uh good, you're a king, you're This a queen, isn't it. This a is not falling. You were great. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: we'll write this out.
2: I've been lacking motivation. I need an innovation. I've been lacking motivation.
0: It's a good contrast to Goucher.
2: This
0: is the album opener.
2: Lacking motivation, lacking
0: motivation. I was just saying, this is a good, good comparison to Goucher and that this is the opening track of the album. Yum. The
2: other day I had a conversation with my therapist. I was telling him about situations I always end up in. How I act impulsively. How things seem to happen to me. I was saying, poor me, sorry, me, sorry, sir. He said, Tyron, you just got to learn to breathe. Imagine you're on a staircase and each step you take is a step down from being up that level. He said, breathe, breathe, breathe. The funny thing is, you just piss me off more. <laughs> what am I paying for? <laughs> yeah work so hard i deserve to not give a fuck feel so good getting hit while i see t- fuck i am going anybody wanna get you a knock you slap me too where you wanna fuck i go deep like i'm digging in a coal mine she came fast and then she said it's your all right.
1: time i'm jumping to fall to- in we'll write this out okay
0: all right because yeah that song though for people who haven't heard it i feel like that's a good example of like how the album starts more similar to his other stuff
1: and, and it then descends you what, the same
0: what, song
1: sh- 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 what the f- what the fu- I don't get it
0: we can drop Something's it it's weird you
2: were great you were good you king you queen you genius you were great you were good you king you if a I can get it all right well great, we'll just
1: write it out with king, Kale, I
2: guess' you're a genius. You're a genius
1: I don't know what's up all right Lee hated slow tie that much
0: oh my god <laughs> I guess so Lee. <laughs> All right, hundred points to Lee at the end by default. Uh, good episode, episode, though. I think you know it's easy to get caught up and talk about old albums. It's in some ways harder to talk about newer albums. I think, but it was also fun to kind of take a different direction. But we'll be back with another episode next week. Send us an email at connectedclassics at gmail
1: Check out Fallen. It's a great song. I don't know why it kept being the wrong MP3.
0: It was just feeling like Fallen and drifting away, which is what the lyrics are. But that is a good song. Good choice. See, I don't get it. Same one again, it sounds like.
1: That's so weird.
0: (laughs) Are you downloading off YouTube?
1: Yeah, I put in the YouTube video, and this is the MP3 that comes out.
0: All right. Uh <laughs> oh, whatever. Bye. It really wants us to listen to Yum. Cursed. All <laughs> right, I got something. <laughs> Call
2: it pop bubble sparks. Booty 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 everywhere. Booty 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 everywhere. Booty 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 rockin everywhere. well. I you, Miss Get it together and bring it back to me. Hit the players club for about a month or two Put a hand on it and see what it took. I found you, Miss New booty. Get it together and bring it back to me